for joining us for another lesson taught by Dr. Jeffrey Harris, Senior Pastor of Antioch Fellowship Church in Florence, South Carolina. We are reaching the lost, making disciples and enjoying life. We pray that this lesson is a blessing to you as you walk in your God-given purpose. Now, here is the message. Today I'm going to talk about, you know, I've been talking about having peace in the midst of the pandemic. But uh, as I was praying, you know, I said, well, the pandemic, I see the pandemic moving. I don't know about y'all, but I, I see it's getting better. And I see things are changing. Although the world is in chaos, or the, the uh, nation is going through a lot, we can still have peace. But this is the catch. This is the master key. If you're going to have peace in the midst of crisis, you're going to have to make the right decisions. Now, I want to talk to you for a minute. Listen, this is good now. During this time, you still got to know that God is God and he has not changed. This situation or these things that are occurring have not weakened the power of God nor have it changed what God have promised us. Now, you need to get that. I'm going to let you get that right quick, then I'm going to say it again. See, this situation has not changed God. It has not weakened the power of God, nor have God changed what he promised us he would do. So you, you can rest assured that God has not changed. Although we're going through these changes, through these seasons, God still remains faithful. Amen, somebody. See, if we are unfaithful, he's still faithful. Amen. Praise God. Now, but you and I are going to have to make the right decision. I want you to know, number one, you need to continue in this pandemic. Don't change your prayer life. Press into prayer even more. Don't change your confession. What you were dreaming, you had dreams, you had goals before this pandemic ha happened, and you had goals and vision. Now you put them on the back burner because this nation is going through difficult time. Let me tell you, listen good, God still has not changed. God still wants to fulfill your dreams. Amen, somebody. But it's going to be based on decision that we have to make. Now, some people make decisions, you know, uh, you know, they got the stimulus check and they got their system from the government. They made a decision not to pay the bill. That's not, that's not a wise decision. Now, I'm talking plain to us today. Now, now that's not because what's going to happen, this, this too shall pass. Come on now. So you got to understand, I got to have the same integrity. I know folk don't like this this morning. I'm, I'm on the wrong subject this morning. See, you got to have the same integrity in the pandemic, in crisis, as you did before the crisis happened. You can't, because of crisis, now you don't have any godly integrity. No, 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 no. You have to still pay your bills. Now, I know that the government had us to defer some things, and that's fine. But I'm saying the thing that you could not defer, you need to make a decision to pay your bills. Come on now. We believers now. I'm not talking to the world. The world do what they want to do. I'm talking to those who are of the kingdom of God. We got to still maintain integrity. Glory. Hallelujah. I, I know that's not a popular subject. I already know that. But I'm telling you, this is the reason that a lot of times we don't have peace in the midst of this pandemic. And we don't have peace because we're making bad decisions. Woo, hallelujah. Let, let me start off by making this statement. I already start preaching right now. I'm happy already. Amen. 
God is still my partner. In the midst of the pandemic, God is still my partner. He have not abandoned me. Woo! And I have not left him. Okay, I guess you got to catch that. See, in a partnership, one don't run out on the other. Woo! I started running right there. Listen, if you're in a partnership, one don't lead the other one. Amen. When things get tough, you don't run out on God. Come on. He sure not going to run out on you because he said, listen, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I'll be with you even until the end of this age. But you got to make decisions. Today is a day of decision. If you're going to have peace in the midst of crisis, you got to make the right decision. You got to make godly decision. Amen, somebody. Now, you're going to have peace in John 14. Jesus said, listen, peace I leave you with, not as the world give you, but I give you. He said the peace he has is not like the world peace. See, the world peace is based on what they have. Come on, somebody. But our peace is based on the prince of peace. Woo! That means we have peace even in the midst of a pandemic. Even in the midst of crisis, we have peace. Then Isaiah 26, 3 says this. Those who mind is stayed on him. See, I got to make a decision. I got to make a decision to have my mind stayed on him. Isaiah 26 and 3 says those minds who stayed on him, who stayed on God, you will be at perfect peace because you keep your mind on him. Now, listen to this now. That means I have a responsibility. I got to make a decision, a faith decision to keep my mind on him. I cannot place my mind on what's going on in the world system. Come on, or you're not going to have peace. I got to make a decision that I'm going to stay in the word of God. I got to make a decision that I'm going to stay in prayer. I'm going to stay in praise. I'm going to stay in worship. Come on, somebody. Jesus said this. Listen, he said, peace I leave you with. Not as the world give, but the peace I give you. Amen, somebody. And I think Jesus knows what he's talking about. Isaiah 26, 3 says this, if your mind has stayed on him. He didn't say if your mind was on the protest, your mind on the pandemic. No, if your mind stay on him. See, what we're doing, we need to make decisions that focus on him. Amen. Come on, somebody. Because what you focus on the most become the most real to you. You need to write that down. You need to write that down. You need to write. See, if you focus on something a lot, it begins to magnify. So I focus on the word of God because the Bible tells me I have perfect peace. Amen, somebody. Now, this is a statement of truth. The way I think will affect my decision. The way I think will, will affect my decision. And my decision will affect the outcome of my life. Some of us don't have peace now because we're making wrong decisions. And you make decisions based on these three factors. Number one, faith. Number two, on your flesh. And number three, on the persuasion or the influence of folks, of people. You see, the reason a lot of us don't have peace is because we allow people to influence how we think. Come on, somebody. If you look at the news too much, it's going to influence how you think. 
Nothing wrong with looking at the news because I look at it, but it's influencing how you think. So when you go to bed at night, that's what's on your mind. Riding is on your mind. Protest is on. Come on. That's why you don't have peace. Some folks can't even get to sleep at night because their mind is not stayed on him. Amen, somebody. I don't know about you, but I got perfect peace in my life. Cause I made up in my mind. I made a decision. I don't care what's going on. I'm going to stay focused on him. Amen, somebody. He has all power. Come on, somebody. Woo, hallelujah. I got to trust in him. It'll affect how you think now. The decision you make is based on how you think. I want you to catch that now. I got to change how I think. Now, in spite of what's going on, this is crucial for parents, fathers, mothers. We're in a time and season like never before. I'm telling you, we're in a crucial time that we must, watch this, make a decision to follow the things of God. We must make a decision to trust, put all our trust and confidence in God's system. You see, I don't care who you vote for. It don't matter to me. But you got to understand, man, every man has error. Every man has flaws. Every man is not perfect. But we serve somebody who cannot make a mistake. Woo! And that's the almighty God. That's who get my vote. Come on, somebody. Amen. I know that you got a natural and a supernatural, but I'm trying to tell you, where are your focus? Have you made decisions based totally on this world system? What's going on in the world? Or have you made a decision based on the word of God? Amen. Now, number one, our decision that we make on a daily basis will affect our family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of our families are in chaos today called the decision we made. Come on, you don't want to work with me right now. Uh, it's the devil. Yeah, 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 yeah. He may put some influence involved, but you made a decision. Woo, somebody. You know, uh, the devil made me do it. No, 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 no. He may influence you, but you got to make the decision to, to do it. Are you listening to me? Our lives is where they are today based on decision you made. Some of us made decisions to get involved with the wrong people. Some, come on now. Y'all don't want to work with me now. Now our lives don't have any peace. We try to act like we got peace, but on the inside, we all messed up. Come on now, because we made a wrong decision. So I got to go back now and say, okay, did I make a decision based on the flesh? Or did I make a decision based on the influence of folks? Or did I make my decision based on faith? If I made my decision based on faith, then God must back me up. God must back me up when I make my decision based on faith. Amen. Because the decision we're making, they're going to affect your family. It'll affect the followers. Right now, the world don't want to follow the church because the church acting like the world. The church right now, come on somebody, you ain't got to work with me. The church right now, I'm talking about the ecclesia, the called out one, the born again believers have taken on the conduct and character of the world system. That's why the world don't want to follow us. You got to make a decision today. They say, I'm going to make my decision based on faith not my flesh, and not the influence of people, of folks. Amen, somebody. It'll affect your finances, and it'll affect your future. 
Jeremiah, listen at this. Jeremiah, turn to Jeremiah chapter 29 right quick. Let me get this in the New Living Translation. Jeremiah 29. Hallelujah. Y'all blessed today. Say I'm too blessed to be stressed. Amen. Jeremiah, what's it? Jeremiah 29 and verse 11. Hallelujah. Woo, glory to God. Jeremiah said this now. Watch this now. Even though God says this to Jeremiah, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not disaster. To give you a future and a hope. Now he says here, listen. My plan for you is good. Your future is bright. He's but watch this now. Although I planned it that way, you can make decisions and change what I have for you in the future. Oh my God. Woo! It based on how you decide what decision you make. Amen, somebody. Watch this now. The decision I make will do these two things. It will eliminate pain or it will add pain to my life and to my situation. Woo! I said it again. It will eliminate pain or it will add pain to my life and my situation, the decision I make. So therefore, I don't make decisions based on what my flesh want to do. Because the Bible said there's nothing good in the flesh. I think that's Romans 7 to 18, I believe. Come on. The Bible said without faith in the apostle please God. So that means flesh can't please God. Are you listening to me? So I make my decision based on faith. I make my decision based on the word of God, regardless how I feel about a person, regardless of, come on, somebody, what I think about a person, I still must love that person because the Bible tells me to love one another. Okay, he said, watch this now. Love the Lord thy God with all your heart, soul, and mind. Then you love your neighbor as yourself. I don't care. That means it doesn't matter what the president, the vice president, or who. The Bible says if you're a believer, I didn't say want to be a believer. If you are born again believer, you must walk in love. You must make a decision to walk in love. If you don't, you're making a decision to follow the flesh. Amen. Our influence of folks. It's time for the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm talking about the Ecclesia one, the kingdom people, to start walking in this God kind of love, this God kind of forgiveness. Come on, somebody. If we want to see our land healed, then we got to start practicing the word of God. Praise God, somebody. Watch this now. So God got plans for us. The future is bright. But we got to decide to follow him. Oh, my God. The decisions I make, number two, will cause things to get better or get worse. Increase or decrease the decision I make. Now, when I say love, I want you to understand this. Walking in love is not trusting. I think some people getting confused about this. They thinking that when you come on somebody, they thinking about think that because I don't trust you, I don't love you. I can love you and not trust you. See, the two is not the same. Trust is built over a period of time. It can be lost in a moment of time. And sometimes it takes a lifetime to recover. 
I must decide to love. Come on, somebody. I don't come on, somebody. I got to make a decision to love you, even if I got to love you from a distance. Woo. I still love you. Come on, somebody. But I got to develop trust. <laughs> Amen. I got to decide to love. <laughs> Y'all with me? It could cause things to get worse or get better, to decrease or increase the decision I make. Turn me your Bible. I'm going to turn here to uh, turn to Mark chapter 5. Mark chapter 5. The decision that I make. Come on, now, the decision that I make. Turn to Mark chapter 5. Mark chapter 5. And we're going to look at verse 25 for time's sake. Amen. This is critical. In this season, in this time, we must make decisions based on God's word. Are you, are you hearing me? You, now, we gather information. Now, 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 hear this now. Now, this is, make a note of this. We gather information, watch this, from the natural realm and the spiritual realm. And we take that information and we apply it to our situation. That's what wisdom is. It's the accurate, come on, application of knowledge. That's what it is, both naturally and spiritually. Now, but if the natural don't line up with the spiritual, then I don't add that to my decision making. Somebody ought to say me. Watch this. I said if the natural don't line up with the spiritual, I don't add it in my decision making. Somebody ought to. I'm, I'm, I'm going to run on the next one. I said this. If the natural don't line up with the spiritual, then I don't add it in my decision making. Are you listening to me? Woo. So I can't take flesh and faith and put it together. Y'all, y'all, y'all with me. I said I can't take flesh and faith and put that together. See, I have to make sure the natural line up with the spiritual when I make my decision. So when I make that decision, I understand now I made the decision, a conscious decision based on what's this natural and spiritual. In other words, Godly advice, although it's natural, but it come from a godly source. Are you listening to me? It could be natural information, but as long as it's lined up with the spiritual things, I can add it into my decision making. Now watch this now. Watch this now. It's going to affect your life. Decision we make, we have made now. We look back and we say, I shouldn't have never made a decision. Although God has forgiven us, come on now. God have, I'm by myself today. I'm the only one made some bad decisions in life. Come on, and wish I had not made those decisions. But that's all right. I'm moving on. Somebody said, move forward. Because the future is bright now. God has forgiven me. I've forgiven myself. Others forgiven me, and we're moving on. But I'm trying to tell you, decisions affect your life. It affects the outcome of your life. It affects your children. It affects your grandchildren. It affects generations to come. Amen. Now watch this now. Mark chapter 5. Look at verse number uh, 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 21. No, jump down to verse 25 for time's sake. Now, a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years. 12 years, she's dealing with this issue. 12 years, she's dealing with a crisis. Are you hearing me? 12 years, she's dealing with this crisis. And has suffered many things from many physicians. Now, watch this now. She, all, she had the natural information. She had a natural information. She has suffered many things for many physicians. She has spent all she had 
and were no better, but rather get, grew worse. When she heard about Jesus, she made a decision. Now, I'm putting that in there because I want you to see this. She made a decision. Watch this. She heard about who? Jesus. She heard about the anointed one and his anointing. She heard about the prince of peace and his peace. She Come on, somebody. She heard about the healer and his healing. Woo! Heard about Jesus. She pressed behind him in a crowd and touched his garment. In other words, she made a decision. I don't care how crowded it is. I'm going to get to Jesus. I don't care what's going on around me. I'm going to get to Jesus. She made a decision. Are you listening to me? Mm. For she said, if only I may touch his clothes, I will be made well or made whole. Immediately the fountain of her blood had dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. And Jesus immediately knowing in himself that power, come on somebody, that's what we want, the power. We want to get the power in our situation, but you got to make a decision. Come on somebody to press, come on somebody, press, press and do what God called you to do. Get into the word of God, press and prayer, press and praise. Come on now. You got to make a decision. Woo! Hallelujah. Well, look what now. Immediately, knowing that the power had gone out of him, he turned around in the crowd and said, who touched me? But the disciples said to him, you see the multitude thronging you? And you said, who touched me? And he looked around seeing her who had done this. And a woman, fear and trembling, knowing the fell down and told him all the truth. Now, I got to go. We got verse 34. And he said, daughter, your decision, watch this, your decision, your decision has made you well. Watch it. She made a faith decision. In other words, she said that she heard about Jesus. Faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Come on, somebody. She made a decision to tap into the power of God. How did she tap into that power? She tapped into it by faith. Are you li listening to him? Not by her flesh, but by faith. You know, people were telling her, all these folks around, you can't get to Jesus. Come on now. People were influencing her. Come on now. Come on. All these crowd around, you ain't going to never be able to get to Jesus. But she made a decision and she pressed away. And she got to, to Jesus and watched the results. And the Bible says, he said, daughter, your faith has made you whole. Go in peace. Go in peace. Go in peace in the midst of the pandemic. Peace. She made the right decision. Y'all, you listen at me, girl. You got to make the right decision. Not based on your flesh, based on the influence of folks, but based on faith in the word of God. Daughter, your faith has made you whole. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. I want to tell you now, when you make the right decision to stand on God's word, God supports it. I'm telling you now, he supports the decision that you make when you make the decision based on his word. I want you to think about the decision that you have to make on a daily, daily basis. You have to make the decision. Come on, somebody. And there are three influences. I told you about this as I close. Number one, the influence of faith. I gave you an example. Number two, the influence of your flesh. And number three, the influence of folks. Don't let people talk you out of your faith. Watch who you associate with. 
Because if you associate with the wrong people, you're going to assimilate with those people. Once you assimilate with those people, you're going to start talking like those people. You're going to start acting like those people. Come on, somebody. When I mean those people, I'm not talking about race, creed, gender. I'm not talking about none of that. I'm talking about people who don't trust God. Are you listening to me? We have to be examples. We have to win the loss, make disciples, and enjoy life doing it. Not, come on, not side in with the loss. No, 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 no. Win the loss. Make disciples and enjoy life. What decision will you make today? The greatest decision that you could make today to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. I never like to end a broadcast without giving people the opportunity to know Jesus. In other words, to become a part of the kingdom. Nicodemus asked Jesus, what should a man do to be saved in the kingdom of God? Then he told him, you must be born again. That's what Jesus told Nicodemus. So we want to pray a prayer with you. If you pray this prayer and believe in your heart, the Bible says you will be saved. Just say this with me. Say, dear God, I believe that Jesus Christ is your son. He died for my sins and he was buried and you raised him from the dead. Now, Lord Jesus, I receive you now as my Lord and my Savior. I'm born again. I'm saved by grace through faith in Jesus name. Amen. Ma'am or sir. If you said that prayer and you really believe it in your heart, why don't you inbox us, uh, call us, and we'll send you some information to help you with your Christian walk. Our phone number is 843-629-9710. Thank you for listening. We pray that this message has been a blessing to you as you walk in your God-given purpose. Your support, love, and prayers are essential to Antioch Fellowship Church as we continue to reach the lost, make disciples, and enjoy life, please visit us at www.antiochchurchonthemove.org.